Hello, Bill and Rob's listeners. Welcome to another episode that is being busted from outside the Patreon paywall. I guess that's a little bit misleading because we always planned to put the audio of this episode outside of the paywall, but the video version of this podcast is still behind the paywall. Of course, if you have already become a patron, then you've probably already seen this episode because you'll get early access. They get released there first. The point is, we're really hoping you support our podcast at patreon.com slash billandrobs, where we are cultivating the cleverest little group of friends, not fans, friends, to talk about movies, television, what you're watching, what we should watch, things that are very weird to watch, VHS escapades, all sorts of stuff. You'll hear about it in today's episode. I just wanted to remind you to go to patreon.com slash billandrobs and join in on the fun. It keeps the podcast alive and you get exclusive access to Pure Bill and Pure Robs. Anyway, thanks for considering it and thanks for listening. Welcome to Bill and Rob's After Dark. Ooh. On a Friday night. Actually, it's not quite dark yet. We're in summertime at this point of recording, so wait, it's nice wait, to Should we call be... it Bill and Rob's Nights? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. As long as the Hoff doesn't come and try to like slap us with a copyright infringement. All he'll try and do is steam my clothes. So that there's no wrinkles. This is, is that even a thing anymore after dark? Like I can remember when if you put after dark on anything, it was just dirty. It was either dirty or it was just like uh, just a little bit blue. You know? Yeah, because you had showtime after dark. After dark. Like, ooh, guaranteed nudity of some <laughs> sort. Or this guaranteed almost nudity. <laughs> almost nudity. Implied sexual situations, those yes. kind of things. Yes. Ah, the the, the warning that would pop up on yeah. the television that you yeah. hoped your parents didn't see. No. But you know what? Speaking of good time movies, Rob, I had a fun movie moment a couple days oh, ago. I'm yeah. here for you. They did the re-release of Raiders of the Lost Ark in the theater, you and we got to go see it. Yes. Yep. How was that? It was great it was absolutely great i had not seen it on the big screen i had seen it on home video so i missed that one movie so this was my chance to write egregious wrong and man to walk in a movie theater and just sit there for two hours and watch a fun movie with so few so few cg looking special <laughs> well they weren't uh -huh. even computer generated uh -huh. it was great it just really reminded me of what going to the movies used to feel like it was a lot of fun oh man i am jealous very much jealous but you know it, it, you can't hit them all right i was in new york i that was a good time too but uh didn't get to go to the theater at all you think well, you you're gonna have so much time you do, and you don't. But you know, the one thing I would say about those things is I know Fathom Events is the one that does them here. And my mm -hmm. only problem is they'll do it like one day. Usually it's one day on a Wednesday at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yep. And yep. I can't make it. And for this one, they had two days, and one was at 7, oh. and we would do it. So, you know, Fathom Events, if you're listening, which you, you may be. I'm not even going to say you're probably not, because you could be. 
hey, but at least knock that back into the evening a little bit every time yeah. to give us all a shot at it would be great. Yeah, it would be uh, probably more expensive for them, and I'm fine with that. I, mm-hmm. I'm willing to pay a little bit more if it's for a special event, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what we paid because my wife bought the tickets, and I know they've gone to that weird... with cash. And... Yeah, so we'll, we'll call it that. Yeah. And uh, they got Thank that you, weird... five patrons, by yeah, the way. Absolutely. Uh, and I won't even charge it to the company account. This was not okay. research That's for a future. That's thing. great. That's great. This was on my own dime. But yeah, I don't... Uh, I, 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 We don't know if we have that tiered weird seating they're going to do in mm. theaters yet. But anyway, it was a fun old school movie night. So that was neat. That's great. I need to go see a movie. I am, I'm, I'm running on empty bill, but as you can tell from my voice, I'm still as, as excited as I'll get out. Um, you know me, like I said, went to New York, went to a wedding, had a live show, which I think there's a plan for you and I to have a live show in the future too. This was like my testing grounds. Yeah. It's going to happen someday. And I got to, uh, I got to see the photos of it. It looked like a great time. So yes. live shows, we've been to live shows. Rob, you've, you've produced live shows. You've been in live shows. I I think they're great. I think yeah. live podcasts are a lot of fun. I've never been to one where I didn't have a good time. So. Oh, of course. Um, one thing, though, when I was upstate, Bill, in Ticonderoga, New York, ah, huh? this is where the real pictures came in that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Trek... To Ticonderoga, the original series set tour. Okay, what do you know about this besides, or before I sent you photos and stuff? I actually know a lot about it. I used to oh. watch their uh, fan films, so I watched that set. Okay, be so built. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Films. Technically, I learned this. I think those films are like a third party who would rent that space. From the museum. Mm-hmm. Am I yeah, right? Those are, those are all the sets that they built in that building yes. where they filmed all those episodes. And when the whole fan film Star Trek bubble got busted by Alex Peters, uh, they wound up becoming uh, endorsed by Paramount so they could save all the set and they just turned it into a tour. And yeah. it's great. It's really great because it's a, it's a love letter. I mean, I've not seen them in real life. You'd have to tell me, but it's, they did an amazing, amazing job of recreating the Enterprise. It's really yeah. shocking. So the whole tour is was created by this guy who's an Elvis impersonator. James Crawley. And I guess he worked on TNG. And then this is what I got out of the tour museum, okay? Mm-hmm. He worked on TNG, was gifted the original blueprints to... Uh, TOS, yeah. as well as the blueprints to TNG, and they are currently working on building the TNG set. Yes, they are currently working on the D yes. as we speak. So, yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty neat. I watched their films. They got better as they went along. I hope and so. And I'm so glad they did this because there's three sets, I think, in, a, in the U.S. that I know about where they've rebuilt the enterprise bridge but i'm pretty sure this is the most complete amount of sets that they built for where you went and i was extremely jealous to see your photographs because i would love to set foot on the original enterprise tour guide said that 
it had to be exact or like like the example was they built one and the wall was off by two inches and Crowley was like, nope, shut it down. Yeah. And put it up. Needs to be perfect. Yeah. He is definitely a laser straight, no quarter <sighs> given kind of guy. He was, he's a stickler for authenticity to the point where when he recreated quarters, like things had to be in the exact spot they were, you know, the plant had to be here. Yep. The metals had to be there. The, the, Sorry, brandy bottles had to be here. The the gel had to be in the right place for the light accents. It's it's amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, The drum vinyl that is behind the uh, transporters had to be the same drum vinyl. It's crazy. Yeah, same material, same kind of, which is extremely difficult for those things because a lot of that stuff they don't make anymore. Yeah. and it's not close to Los Angeles in the least. Not so at all. You're not going to some, you know, estate sale for Paramount and being able to pick up huge lenses that'll replace the no. whatever. No, and you're not going to the Roddenberry website and nope. buying some replica stuff either. That's not nope. going to fly. Um, But Bill... That was fun. I encourage everyone to go. It, the tour was $23, and oh. it was well worth it. It was like an hour-long tour. You could take as many photos as you wanted. You just couldn't take video. Oh, that's it nice. It was great. Yeah. Um, that's a better experience than you get at Star Trek Las Vegas. I When you agree. think about it. One of, I, our biggest, one of our biggest gripes, which you weren't there for, sadly, when we were out for the trip in Las Vegas where and I was with Adam and Ben yeah. going around the thing the first time and the little sets that they built that they were like little peered off photo ops, which were okay, but you couldn't get to them. And they had a bridge set, which they only would let a couple of people on. And it's like, for all that money you pay, we were going, you should have, re- every one of these should be free. You should sit yeah. at the 10 forward bar, like put all these things up. It's such goodwill. And you know, you pay a lot. We paid a lot of money to go to that. And to think that you can go for 23 bucks and yep. see all that and take all the photos you want. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they did the similar thing the one year I got to go to the, the Vegas one and it was fun, but mm-hmm. to do, it sounds like it got even more expensive since then. Uh, I'm sure it has. Didn't get to go last mm. year, but you never know. So glad you got to do that. That was an unexpected surprise in my text messages. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bill, I figured we could talk a little bit about the state of the pod, because although the video of this episode is on the Patreon, I think I want to release this audio into the main feed to give people kind of taste of what we're doing on the Patreon besides uh, the episodes we've kind of released out to the public like our planet of the apes episode beneath the planet of the apes that sounds good okay so at this time everyone we have released all of the original planet of the apes films and by the time you're hearing this episode our planet of the apes coverage on the 2001 tim burton one will be out but it's not out at the time of this recording but it will be and bill in that episode, we discuss what our new series is. So if people are following along but haven't joined the Patreon, they know that we've done my choice of all of the Planet of the Apes films, which, you know what? Some hit harder than others. 
But do you want to tell the public audience what they're able to listen to here in just a few weeks on the Patreon? Sure. Uh, I wanted to go a little off the beaten path with my next choice series. And one of the joys of doing this with Rob is always me going out on a limb and picking some weird or very obscure stuff, stuff he's likely to never have seen. And I was choked with on the old cable days. So I decided, yeah, I decided to do a series called sibling rivalry, where we watch movies starring famous siblings of famous actors. So instead of Chuck Norris, you get Mike Norris, his younger brother. And instead of Patrick Swayze, you get the incomparable Don Swayze, who, Ah, uh, when you see him on screen, it just freaks you out because yep. <laughs> so you go like, I know Patrick Swayze did it. Eh, Patrick Swayze looks a little gruffer and meaner than normal. Oh, it's his brother. <laughs> and I used to get a big kick out of those movies because I watched a lot of them. And for the most part, you know, a lot of them are your B movies, your lower budget movies. And I love that kind of stuff. So this let us get into some interesting choices and we got a nice little series going on there and as of this recording, we're about three quarters of the way done recording that one. Yeah, I think we have two more movies to watch, something like that. Three more. Okay, three, three more movies. Three yeah. more. We'll talk af- after Mike so I can make yeah. sure that I watch the right ones. Right. So it'll be a it'll be a nice little suit. I had a lot of fun, and Rob's had a lot of fun, and we've got some uh, special guest on here and there, yeah. I believe. So yeah. that's what our next one's coming up, and. Oddly enough, Rob's gets to start thinking about his next series. So we love the the volley yeah, of series picks. You know, we think about it, you know, there's a couple months worth of episodes per season. And if, you know, your series is going to come out near July, that means that we got to be thinking about the fall. For my series. Mm-hmm. If only there was something that happens in fall that could be huh. a theme that hmm. Rob likes. What hmm. could it be? Yes. I don't well, know. we'll be revealing more behind the Patreon paywall, but uh, I think people might be picking up what we're putting down, Bill. I think they will. I don't think we're doing a detective series that they'll need to follow to figure <laughs> it out. But you never know. We like to throw some curveballs on stuff, too. We don't All of subscribe. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All the Charlie Brown movies. That's what yes. we're going to do for the holidays. Yes. And we might. You know, we don't subscribe yeah. to any Maybe. one theory of watching stuff. We watch that what we want to so watch. That is so true. So true. Um, but, Bill, the fun thing, you know, just to remind people, like, yes, you'll get little hangs like this that we are doing but that is just breaking the surface, scratching the surface even, some say, of what's behind the Patreon. You know, sometimes we put in like movie wrecks and little hangs and little lists and we answer your questions. People are DMing us. They're wanting to know what we think they should watch this weekend. Like the Patreon community is a community that is it. You know, you yeah. get your episodes and you get... Direct contact to Bill and Rob's to yeah. talk movies, TV, and all the fun stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's nice. Uh, it's nice to talk to other people. 
with these interests. That's kind of the neat thing about podcasting I've learned over the years is, you know, you make a little community and you connect with others and you learn what they like and you learn some neat stuff and what they're into that you might not have heard of. So it's great to hear back from our friends out there. Yes. The podcast audience world. So it's been a lot of fun doing all of that. Well, Bill, I have one more thing I wanted to talk to you about. Right. And you may have another as well, but this is just what I have on my docket. And that is, while in Ticonderoga, I posted a picture of some VHS tapes I got. Uh-huh. And I just want to know your thoughts on these movies. Like, So, obviously, I got Let's Break, A Visual Guide to Breakdancing. That's <laughs> so great. Which I'm holding up to the camera right now. You are. It's not only amazing... Um. But it is the hard shell clamp case. You hear that? Oh, that's the sound of my spine if I try any of these moves today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you mean moves like body waves, hand spins, back glides, popping, the worm, back spins? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just read this back real quick. You want a break? Want a boogie? Slide this cassette into your VCR, turn up the sound, and before you know it, you'll be doing things like... And then it lists all those stuff that I just read. Wow. Actually a pretty good guide to breakdancing. So, since we're doing this for the public <laughs> I'll, and doing it for fun, here's a big thing, some things I don't share very often. It has always been a dream of mine to be in a dance number. Because I don't dance, and I don't know how to dance. But just once, I would like to be the cool guy out there on the mat, doing the moves, yep. with everybody just cheering you on. It would be great. It's my dream that someday that will happen. And it's, listeners, we can make this dream a reality by going to patreon.com slash Robs. Yeah. I, if we get a thousand patrons, I will wow. watch this VHS tape and learn every move and perform them on camera. Do you think that if we get a hundred patrons, we can renegotiate? We can renegotiate at 100. Okay. So listeners, we, we know right now we have to get a thousand to make sure and guarantee that Bill becomes a break dancer. But if we get a hundred, we might be able to convince him to at least try and pop and lock. Yeah. And guarantee something will break. Yes. Uh, Given. For both of us yeah. on this, it, it's not, you know what, Bill, if we get, if we get 50, I will, um, attempt to do, let me see here, um, a body wave. Okay. I will attempt to do a body wave. We get a hundred. You will, uh, do the entire tape or we'll negotiate how much of the tape you will do. Do a thousand. We'll both do the whole tape. There it is. Yeah. I like it. Uh, another VHS I got, which is actually kind of near and dear to my heart, because whenever I was on tour with Adam and Ben, this movie was in DVD form at one of the places we stayed. We had to stay in an Airbnb in one city. And uh, Adam brought the DVD to one of the events and talked about it. And it might have been a collection of all of this guy's films, but I know this is one we talked about most, and that would be Andy Sedaris's Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Wow. Starring four Playboy centerfold beauties and Ron Moss, the bold and beautiful, Hard Ticket to Hawaii is an action-adventure movie in the great tradition of James Bond. 
if you can believe it. Set among the stunning islands of Hawaii, Donna Spear and Hope Marie Carlton are two undercover federal agents running an inner island cargo service. Discovering a cache of diamonds, the gorgeous pair soon run into major trouble, unleashing an international drug dealer's henchman on them. Rowdy, Ron Moss, and Jade, World Martial Arts and Kickboxing Champion Harold Diamond, come to their rescue in a series of explosions, car chases, karate fights, and love scenes that will blow you away. (laughs) Hard ticket to Hawaii. I have just recently, in the last few months, become familiar with Andy Sedaris in this series Uh of films, so I am extremely jealous of your VHS catch there. It is in really good condition, too. I'm not sure it's ever even been played. There is no dust on this thing. Nice. Lorimar home video. And look at that. The sticker's intact. There's nothing going on with this VHS tape. It's like the day she rolled off the assembly line. It really is. And the the cover looks great. The cover's not bad. There's a little bit of, you know, indentation on the, you know, inner outer area, but it's good. Now, the final movie I got, I I feel like I should know this like it's been mentioned, but it could just be the name of the movie it sounds like a bad 80s movie. And that would be uh, Miami Super Cops. <laughs> oh, uh, as I hold wow. up the camera. And the line on this one is, the crime busters are back, collaring crooks in their own crazy way. Are back. So what is the one that comes before this? Man, I don't, Miami Cops, and then they turn into Super Cops? Maybe it's Los Angeles Super Cops? Could be. Uh, It's probably not like Duluth, Minnesota Super Cops, but you never know. Let's read the back, shall we? Maybe that'll give us some information. We enjoy the back. Uh, Never mind the humidity. How about this Miami heat? Have fun, we'll travel. The action comedy pranksters who gave you... Aha, here it is. The action comedy pranksters who gave a new twist to spaghetti westerns in... My name is Trinity, and Trinity is still my name, now have a new name. They're Miami Super Cops. Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer are on a patrol as lawn farcers who take on bad guys and good times. First, the pair make sure that hooligans raiding a local transit business make a detour to the slammer. Next, they unravel a plot to kidnap one of the starting quarterbacks at the Orange Bowl. Then the boys work round the cuckoo clock on the one case they've never been able to solve, a $20 million heist. Miami Super Cops is not the only time Hill and Spencer blitz Miami with their amiable antics. They also find fun under the Florida sun in Crime Busters, Go For It, and Odds and Evens. In each The stars demonstrate their knack for extending a fight or chase scene into sheer loopiness, all with a good-hearted sensibility that makes for ideal family viewing. Hmm. Sleep tight, Miami. Laugh out loud, America. Miami super cops are on the job. Wow, is that in four-point font? That's a lot of words. Yeah. 
Lo- oh, he- and they didn't even use all the space on the back. I know. I could not believe this is like a family-friendly movie. There's no way. That doesn't feel right at all. I'm going to have to put this on the Plex bill. And you know. Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, these will come at a later date. I've got a lot to prepare for after sibling rivalry. Well, I am so glad you did that because, Rob, I took a little trip with the wife uh, last weekend as well while you were gone. I was Ooh. gone. And I managed to score a couple of movies from an antique mall. <sighs> and wouldn't you know, I happened to have three VHS tapes sitting in front of me. And we did wow. not did not set this up, everybody. No. Rob did no. not know I had these. So I, I think I'm going to share mine with you. Please do. So I am holding a movie called Nevada Smith. Wow. Look at that cover. Yeah. And I did not know anything about it, except I looked on the back and it stars Steve McQueen. Whoa. I know. Check out that drawing. Now I can see it. Yeah, that's a drawing of Steve McQueen. Back when they used to do really cool covers for stuff. So I don't know what this is, but it looks like fun. Uh, Yeah. I could read a little bit of what's on here. Nevada Smith is a rugged, innocent boy born in the 1890s during California's gold rush days to an Indian mother and white father. Hmm. Good to know. Thanks. Setting a tone. When he finds his parents have been murdered by vicious killers, he sets out to track them down. While the film is a Western and has plenty of action, is also a powerful and revealing study of the <laughs> regeneration of a man, in this case, a lone gunslinger who is so blinded by this compulsion that it obscures any other motive for living. Steve McQueen's dynamic presence as Nevada Smith is memorable. <laughs> memorable. <laughs> it's memorable it's a movie that you will probably remember later not gonna tell you in a good or bad way but it is memorable with your classic blue paramount sticker ah yes and it's this was really nice i actually just i grabbed the cover i honestly thought looking at the cover for a second i thought this was paul newman well yeah there's big paul newman vibes with that hat yeah so this is, uh, I'm not sure if this is a thing we'll ever watch, but you never know. I just You like, might watch it and tell me all about it. Oh, I'm going to, I watch everything I get eventually. So there's <laughs> that. And then I thought of you when I saw this one, I knew nothing about it, but uh, check it out. We may watch this someday. It's Dracula's Daughter. Whoa. Hold and that whoever, up a little higher. I, I only saw the cover. Oh, wow. That's sensual. I guess so. And whoever had it. Do you even drew a little pentagram over the Ooh. <laughs> over the park? This may have come from an actual vampire. Wow. So that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Let's see. I have to put on an extra light because I can't read it. I know there's a glare, but. It's getting dark. I know. Uh, this popular horror classic picks up where Dracula left off. Dr. Von Helsing, thinking he has rid London of all vampires, is instead arrested for murder. Just when Von Helsing's fate seems sealed, the bodies suddenly disappear. Soon, several people are found mysteriously killed, their bodies drained of all blood. Meanwhile, beautiful and mysterious Countess Maria Zaleska, Gloria Holden, appears in London. The troubled woman seeks the understanding Dr. Garth, Otto Kruger, Von Helsing's psychiatrist, for consolation. (laughs) A mysterious sequence of events surrounding a disoriented young girl leads Von Helsing and Garth to deduce the Countess must be a vampire. 
Of course. They set off to Transylvania after the elusive countess to rescue Garth's beautiful fiance in this engrossing thriller. God, I love it. I know. Is this a, I thought this might be a hammer film. Oh no, it's a universal film. Ooh, one of the original monsters. Yep. yep. It's MCA universal yep. right there. So yep. that looks like fun. I, yes. I'm getting more and more into these old monster movies. I kind of like watching those. Plus, Bride of Frankenstein is great. I bet. And they're very pumpkin spicy. So that makes yes. me get into your wheelhouse. And then my last thing, this is a thing I've never seen before at all. Like Whoa. you're used to the DVDs with multi things on here, but I did not know that they made a VHS, three movies <laughs> on wow. one tape. Wow. Wow. I know. And all night movies, three movies on one cassette. Now summer that's an school. after dark. Yeah. And VHS. not the summer school with, uh, with uh, Mark Harmon, with John McLaughlin and Phoebe Schmidt, who I don't remember those names. <laughs> A movie called Seniors with Dennis Quaid and Priscilla Barnes from Three's yeah. Company. And a movie called Good Idea with Anthony Newley, Stephanie Powers from Heart to Heart, John Candy, and Isaac Hayes. Oh, my God. Isaac Hayes of Rockford Files fame? Mm-hmm. Rockfish. So, yeah, I will spare the read of all three of these. Well, I think that the listeners should go tell us which one after they read. Right. Which one they think is best. Yeah. So uh, look these up. And if you've heard of any of these or you want to tell us about them, I don't really think the picture of the girls has anything to do with no, anything. It doesn't really. look like they, that comes from any of those movies. And I'm not sure. Oh, I do see adult comedy on the side. Ooh. To let you've you got know yourself a uh, pink motel or. Right. Oh, uh, lunch wagon there. This uh, this fills me with confidence. This is a high quality label. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That looks like it was printed at home. Yeah, it's not. It's at the bottom. It says, if you experience picture problems, adjust tracking control. So they're already telling you. They're letting uh, you know how it works. Yeah. Set no your one actually tells you how to adjust tracking control. No. But. Set your expectations a little low. These movies are 82, 89, and 90 minutes. That's a lot for one tape. This this has to be recorded in fast. Oh, and they didn't rewind. They, did, they weren't kind. They got to the spot they needed. So those are my fun VHS pickups. So patrons, if, uh, yeah, look up our stuff and tell us what, if any of the things you see that you like that we showed tonight. That maybe Absolutely. we'll make it into an episode someday. Well, Bill, this is a great, like, chill hang state of the pod. Absolutely. You and I have recorded a couple other video episodes, but I wanted to jump this one ahead. The other ones will just be fun little things we put out later. But uh, I think they will. I've actually uh, got some ideas for some fun things. I want to just make these hangs as interesting as we can. Yeah. And, of course, talking about those. But I've actually, I think for the next one, I've invented a little game we might play next time, Rob. Ooh. Nice, easy thing we can do on camera that doesn't require, you know, like wheels and lights and full production. But Oh, well, I'm out. You yep. know I'm a full production guy. Well, you just like to dress up. I mean, you like That's to put true. on, you know, your top hat, your tails. Mrs. Columbo comes out, big powder pad to puff you yeah. up and everything. So, And I've got my Bob Barker microphone. It's mm-hmm. great. Carrying Elvis like Marge Shot used to carry Shotzi. Yep. And then I throw scarves at everyone. Yeah. It's, it's a real production. Well, Bill, 
This has been a good, another great hang. I think that everyone knows listening in the public feed what they need to do. They got to visit patreon.com slash Vanderpump Robs. I mean, if anything, not Vanderpump Robs, patreon.com slash Bill and Robs. But do yeah. visit Vanderpump Robs because it's well, awesome. But I am, I'm, I'm here for the right reasons, much like Absolutely. the Bachelor, and that's for this. Yes. And, uh, you know, they, if, if anything, they need to go to our Patreon to just see the covers of the movies. That yeah, they're pretty up. fantastic. Yeah. Um, Bill, this is great. We got to finish sibling rivalry. Uh, so next week, we will not have one of these public episodes for people. You got to hold tight. You nope. know, going back to work for you all. Yeah. And uh, join the Patreon. Have fun. And uh, reach out to us if you got any questions, listeners. We'll see you soon. See ya. <laughs>